stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Jim Richman, uh, who is the president of ModifyMyMortgage.com. Welcome to the show, Jim. Well, thank you for having me. Let's just start with a little bit of your background uh, before we get into all of what you can help people with with modifying their mortgage. You don't have to give the entire story. I know it's a long one, but (laughs) as it relates to modifying mortgages. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well, one, retired banker. Two, um, I was a HUD commissioner. Uh, Three, I've been in the modification business now for, well, 11 years plus a few months, Um, and... uh, uh, I was in modifications long before people knew there were modifications. So I go back quite a bit. I've written for most of the trade publications in the uh, lending world. And, uh, and I, I would point out I, I predicted the predicament we're in now many years ago. So let's just start a little bit with the predicament we're in. Uh, how many homes are in trouble? And uh, give us a sense of the amount of foreclosures that have happened recently, what do you expect to happen this year, how many modifications, just, just kind of get a sense of the size of the problem here. Uh, yeah, it, it, the numbers are, are so dramatic, it's, it's hard to wrap around them. The, the, the people in problem today are, are far greater than they were in the Great Depression. Uh, currently, it averages about 7 million to 7.1 million people are not currently making their home loan payments staggering numbers. Uh, If you then progress with that, um, about 25% of the people that that have problems will what we call self-cure. They just had a temporary problem. They lost their job. They got a new one. Uh, They had some financial setback. But the rest are in deep, deep, deep trouble. Uh, You're looking at, uh, in in terms of just people absolutely going to lose their house, uh, you're looking at well over a million people will simply lose their house this year. Uh, just staggering numbers. And But what kind of skews everything is that the process of foreclosure these days takes so long, and, and this is purposely done by the lenders, to stretch out this. Countrywide is reported to have a million three loans in their modification department, uh, and they stretch these things out seven, eight, nine months sometimes. And, and, of course, they're not the largest, uh, uh, but they're, they, it's a good one to talk about because you simply have them stretching things out so that they don't have foreclosure sales. In other words, they go to a sale, then they have to sell it, and, of course, then they have to recognize their loss also. So they're trying, everybody's trying to stretch out the problem. We call that the great hidden inventory. So... Uh, the numbers are skewed because you have millions of people in the modification process, which takes forever, 
and and the numbers are not known really correct. Uh, we, we don't have a real line on what those true numbers are. They they, they are not publicized by anybody. So you're but, saying there, there are basically 7 million people, you're saying that didn't make their mortgage payments at all or are behind in their mortgage payments? Well, there are 7 million people that are 30 days or more behind in their mortgage. Okay, and of those, a million... There were a million foreclosures in, in the last year, and you expect at least that number this year. Is that right? Yeah, it'll probably be much higher because last year was, I think, around a million, too. But towards the end of last year, remember, we got into this robo-signing controversy where a lot of the banks had to stop their foreclosure process because they had uh, incorrectly done the legal work that uh, would give them the the right or authorization to do a foreclosure in the first place. So... Uh, what I think of my personal feeling is we're going to go probably a million five uh, this year in foreclosures because last year there was fewer because of the legal problems that they had. And what has been the cause of this? I mean, is it people bought homes at too high prices or they got into bad mortgages? Or what, what has caused so many people to be uh, falling behind on their mortgages? Well, uh, you know, a few years ago, uh, you know, anybody could get a loan that could uh, steam up a mirror, uh, and uh, exam. We had a, a janitor come to us through an attorney saying, "I can't afford my payments." And he had bought three houses all in one month, stating that he made eighty thousand dollars a month. Well, janitors don't make eighty thousand dollars a month, so uh, there was an awful lot of the lenders uh, creating a loan uh, that anybody could qualify for uh, without really qualifying. Uh, and so that caused uh, probably about a, another 15 or 20 percent of people coming into the real estate market that had no business buying a house. And so when they did that, they bought a house from somebody who made money, who then went up, and the, and the prices started skyrocketing because the demand was very high. Uh, so you started getting escalated prices on and on and all the way up. I sell my home, I buy the next one for too much, and it goes all the way up. You ended up then with this enormous bubble. And, of course, it was built on a house of cards because the people that couldn't afford uh, that property in the first place never should have got a loan, started defaulting. So the first wave of foreclosures that you saw were for people that should have never gotten the house in the first place. So when the bubble happened, of course, what the next thing that happened is prices collapsed. You could then buy, uh, for instance, a, a house for 50% of what it would cost to buy a new house, so new construction stopped, came to a screeching halt. Well, that left millions of people uh, unemployed, not only the builders, but the people that make carpets and, and appliances and you know everything that goes into a house. Uh, and you then... That, that escalated, in my opinion, into uh, the recession that we have now. And, but the recession we have now then caused a second problem. The second problem was that these people are now uh, unemployed. This is the biggest problem we have with, with current people. Their, their jobs have been cut back. The wife lost their job. The husband lost the job. Uh, their income has been severely impacted, and what they could legitimately afford before, and these are people that, good people that got lo good loans, they could afford them at the time the recession got them. And so we're seeing people now with uh, impaired uh, uh, income compared to, you know, the past few years, 
And these are the people that we are, are working with. These are really good-hearted, strong American people uh, that worked in manufacturing, that left for China or Mexico, uh, that were in retail, and, 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 you know, terrible things happened. Well, you'd think so, uh, listening to the government. People are saving money. They're not spending money. They're actually saving about 6% of their income, which means they're not buying things they don't really need. Uh, which means there's fewer people in the retail stores and selling items they don't need uh, to, to purchase. Uh, people that manufacture them aren't working. And so it just is it's a great leveling out. Uh, and uh, where it's going to end, I, I don't know. Nobody has yet told me how we're going to get out of this recession. What has so, been the impact on housing prices of all these foreclosures and people running behind delinquency on their mortgages? Dramatic. And, and, and more dramatic in some, if you're in Florida, uh, some of those housing properties have dropped 65% and are predicted to go down another 12 to 15 before spring. If you're in Las Vegas, it's horrible. About the same thing. Arizona, awful. Through the south, terrible. Up in the, the Rust Belt where the manufacturing was and no longer is, uh, Detroit's got something like 12,000 houses vacant that they're going to tear down there. They've been destroyed by vandals, etc. cetera. Uh, Gary, Indiana, the same kind of thing. Uh, southern, uh, in, in California, mid-California, absolute disaster. Some states have escaped it, uh, South, North Dakota, well, Wyoming, Montana. Didn't have the housing boom in the first place, so it didn't. But, so there you just have the recession, but the, the problem is much smaller. Uh, so you're, you're finding now millions of people that are, are dramatically underwater on their mortgage. They're looking at this and they're saying, wait a minute, I'm not going to have equity in my lifetime. Why am I here? And so you're getting the strategic walk away. And, and, and if anybody out there is thinking about doing that, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, you really want to think about it and absolutely do not do it unless you, you've got representation by an attorney. What you, is wrong with what? Most states can be sued for a deficiency judgment for the lender's loss unless you negotiate this process out correctly. And if you've got a Freddie or Fannie loan and you walk away from it without uh, what they call deem negotiations, in good faith negotiations, you could have a real problem. So we address that in, in a lot of our businesses is uh, dealing with people where we're trying to get them a principal balance reduction, and there are some government programs out there for non-government loans, if you can believe that. The government says, yes, we'll help you if you have a Wall Street loan. Maybe we can get uh, the uh, investor to reduce it. We'll pick up part of that cost. But if it's a Freddie Fannie loan, they won't. Makes no sense whatsoever. But so Let's describe that, because a lot of people are doing so-called strategic defaults. They're basically walking away from their homes. Uh, what exactly is going to be the impact on them if they do that without negotiating? Uh, well, several things. Uh, one, uh, if they're negotiating, they're, <laughs> they'll probably be in the house a lot longer because we're going to be negotiating for a principal reduction in the first place to see if it's possible to, to see that it's financially feasible for them to stay in the house. Uh, let's say the lender says no. Okay, then we're going to negotiate probably go in and ask the lender for, to do a, a, a what's called a deed in lieu. We'll give you the property, uh, you forgive the loan. Most of them won't do that. Then we'll say, well, I'll tell you what, let's go for a short sale. Short sales where 
you're underwater, the lender will take less than the total amount uh, of the loan, in other words, the sale price per payment. Uh, quite often they'll come back to that uh, homeowner at the last minute on a sale and say, oh, by the way, we're taking a $50,000 loss. If you'll sign this note for $25,000, we'll allow the short sale. And of course, we advise the clients never to, to, to sign that kind of a note. Uh, and so, but got to remember, about one in ten short sales actually sell. Uh, the the complications of a short sale are 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 huge in terms of trying to get the lender in a a reasonable time frame to agree to a sale price. What usually happens, the buyer comes in, makes an offer, six months later, uh, or you know, it could be four months later, uh, they get a, a, the lender coming back, say no, we'll, but we'll take this. By that time, the guy's bought another house and has moved in. Uh, okay, so it, it's difficult to complete a short. If they do, uh, there's an advantage because if it was on a Freddie or Fannie loan, they're going to get paid by the government around $3,000 for doing it. We have to take a break, Jim. We'll be right back. Sure. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Jim Richmond. Uh, he's the president of ModifyMyMortgage.com. And we'll be back after this. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Hi, this is Jordan Goodman, host of The Money Answer Show. I cordially invite you to join me and some of my favorite investing experts for The Money Answers Investing Cruise from February 12th through February 19th, 2011 on board Holland America's luxurious MS Eurodam. In this volatile investing environment, Good advice is more important than ever, and this exclusive Caribbean cruise offers not only fun, but also a full week of highly informative events with me and other top investing experts like Ray Lucia and Charles Payne from Fox News Network. During seminars, panel discussions, and Q&As, at cocktail parties and at dinners, we will discuss current market conditions and the best places for your investment dollars. Meanwhile, luxuriate in the amenities of Holland America's newest ship, and visit some of the best ports for shopping, sightseeing, and sunning. For more information, go to www.moneyanswerscruise.com or call 800-707-1634. That's 800-707-1634. And don't delay, because spaces are limited. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Jim Richmond, who is the president of ModifyMyMortgage.com. Welcome back to the show, Jim. Well, thank you so much. And, and to continue, the, the, the difficulties that the homeowner walking away has is that that if they don't do it correctly and they go through all these steps, uh, they they want in a when that lender finally forecloses, uh, in most states, forty five states out of fifty, the lender can sue for a deficiency judgment, and even in states like California, if you have a a, a second on the house, 
that wasn't what we call a purchase money loan. In other words, they got the loan to buy the house. Uh, the, the second loan and the first loan packaged together, uh, the lender can sue you for a deficiency judgment on that. And, and so we obviously like to avoid those problems. And by doing it legally and taking the heart out of any lawsuit, uh, by having legal representation, uh, we've yet to have a homeowner sued for a deficiency. I, I know someday it's going to happen, but so far in these 11 years, it has not happened. So what is uh, it that people need in order to qualify for a mortgage modification? With, what would the banks go along with today if you're uh, falling behind on your mortgage payments? Interesting question. The um, keeping in mind that that all of these lenders out here, the main ones, participate in what they call a HAMP program. It's the government or Obama's program, which has been, you know, a, a terrible uh, letdown for most people. They they funded it with fifty million, uh, fifty billion dollars, uh, and have spent six hundred million. So, you know, it's it's kind of eyewash. It sits there, but nobody gets helped. Um, if you get approved for a HAMP, um, uh, well, what, but really, you start out uh, basing everything on 31% of your gross income, and how you get to that gross income is the a very critical part of how you qualify for a HAMP. The biggest problem with HAMP is it doesn't consider the back-end ratio. In other words, all the other money you owe. You could have a second that's outrageous, uh, they don't consider that an expense. They don't consider any of your things expenses because they figure 31% of your gross uh, is is what will qualify you for a HAMP. Consequently, if a HAMP is written up incorrectly, uh, the failure rate of HAMP is just absolutely overwhelming. Or in other words, the redefault rate. But let me move backwards a second. Let's say you get it in at 31%, uh, in, and after, let's say, four or five months of, of arguing with the lender uh, and, and repeatedly giving them information which they say they never get, you finally get a trial program. That trial program goes on for three months. Now, why a trial program? What's the purpose of a trial program? You've proved your income. What's the purpose of the trial? The lenders say, well, that's in order for us to uh, uh, make sure that you can actually make the payments. Well, what it really is is just another way of stretching out that inventory and them getting some money in because most people, when they get a trial program, do not get the modification. They don't get a permanent modification. If they do get a permanent modification, one in four won't make their second payment. Why? Because it was so poorly written they never had a possibility of making it in the first place. Uh, We understand the number is two out of six uh, before six months. We don't know what the true default rate is after six months because nobody tells us. Uh, in the industry, it's generally considered around 70%, but I, I don't have any firm so, statistics to back that up. So most of the people doing HAMP programs end up failing. You're saying 70% or so fail. Yeah, you've got to be. When we write up um, a, a borrower, we, we do it completely different than any borrower could ever think of doing it for themselves or any government agency. We go in and we write it one way for HAMP, and, but all of these companies have a, an in-house program, a proprietary program, and they're all a little different. In other words, countrywide may be far different from Chase Manhattan or from any other. So we've got to know what the underwriting guidelines are for the other 
program because that's where most people are going to have their modifications. One-third of modifications are HAMP. Two-thirds are the in-house program. Each lender has their own qualifications for the in-house. So we always write them to the standard of the in-house, which is going to be still based roughly on 30 31% of the gross income or net income if they're self-employed or a combination, a hybrid. The husband has a, 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 an employment. Uh, the wife has a, 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 a self-employed or vice versa. So you you got to be very careful how you write these things up, and you must understand what the guidelines of that particular lender are so that when you put it together and you put the in, income and expenses together uh, and you get to a payment, which can be something like 2% a 40-year loan, uh, it has to make financial sense so the borrower can actually make the payment. It, it is worthless to create a modification that nobody can afford. So you're saying you won't go ahead with a modification plan until you know that for sure that they're going to be able to make the payments and it's going to succeed. Well, yeah, absolutely. When we when we interview a homeowner, we do it in great detail in terms that we have to have a very good understanding of what their income and expenses are, uh, and and we look at the income particularly uh, in sense of ah, let's see here, what is the true income? You know, uh, I talked to a gentleman today in Minnesota. He works in um, heavy construction. Well, that's terrific job seven or eight months of the year. It's no job at all in the winter. So we've got to average his income out in a fashion where he can make his payments in December as, as well as June, but in June he's putting money aside for the payments in December. In other words, we have to put together a financial plan that actually makes sense with his particular circumstances. So when you actually go to your website, to modifymymortgage.com, just tell us a little bit about the process. What kind of information uh, are people going to put on there? And and kind of tell us a little bit about the process that you take people through once they've got on there. Well, yeah, you just go on there, and and obviously, uh, uh, name. uh, uh, We don't ask for the address, but we do ask for the state. uh, uh, And there's a place to put your address in, and if you do... Uh, what will come back is that uh, we, can, uh, we can electronically go in and give you a pretty good estimate of what the current value of your house is. So, and that, that's just a free service that we offer. Uh, but we want to know um, how much credit you have out there. If you have 50000 in credit card debts because maybe you've been using your credit cards as an ATM to try and keep up your payments, we want to know that because that will factor into our, our underwriting. And, 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 in fact, if, you know, if there's a real problem there, we'll want to talk to you about that because there's uh, ways that uh, perhaps we can assist you in, in reducing uh, those payments. Uh, we want to know what the loan amount is, um, and we want to know if, if, what your credit, uh, pardon me, your, your interest rate is. Uh, we want to know if you're employed. We want to know kind of an average put in there what your gross income uh, and there's a comment box in there for people. Some people can go on for pages saying, ah, here's my problem. There was an illness here and an unemployment there. So, and, and of course, the phone number and, uh, and, the, uh, and the email address and the best time to call so that, that, that if we are calling you, we know when to call. Uh, we sit down and we really talk it over, uh, really a, a good, easygoing, friendly conversation about, what's happening in your life currently, uh, and 
And from that, we, we detail this thing out so we understand. And if we feel confident uh, that you're going to get a modification, then we're going to make an, a, an attorney referral to you. Actually, uh, to the extent that we'll actually make sure that the attorney uh, retainer agreements uh, get to you simultaneously, and, and of course, we'll discuss the, uh, the fees, the standardized fees of a, uh, a national law firm uh, called the uh, Bradford uh, Law Firm. I have standardized fees for modification. They, 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 you know, if we're doing a first and a second, there's no other fee for doing a modification on a second as to a, a, a first. Uh, and using standardized forms uh, is, is uh, very critical. There are some variances in some states because some states have a you know a little different version of the of the law and what's allowable than others. But uh, having uh, a, a national group of attorneys in each state uh, being able to handle this, and of course the, the the group information that happens from that is invaluable as to changing underwriting uh, positions. And and of course having an attorney is absolutely critical. Without it, your chances of success, uh, depending on which number you believe, um, as low as 3%, as high as 6% if you're doing it yourself or you're trying to use some government agency to assist you. So Pretty a lot of people try number. that. They, they hear that you can go to a HUD counselor or you can call up the, the bank's 800 number and get a modification. You're saying 3 to 6% of the time you succeed and mostly people fail. Yeah, I mean, let's face it. Uh, you know, some of these people make $10 an hour. And, uh, you know, uh, they have no real training in, in finance. Uh, you really have to know what you're doing. You really have to know the different... Uh, underwriting guidelines of all the lenders. You have to have a complete understanding. You have to take the time to do it. And without an attorney, it's not going to happen. You have an attorney, the attorney's going to go into the legal section of the lender. That's First of all, you're going at a higher level. Secondly, lenders absolutely hate attorneys. I mean, the main lenders out there have got over 3,000 lawsuits against each one of them. 3,000 lawsuits, people matter in hell at them. Uh, when you have an attorney, we go in. One of the first things we do, because everybody's heard about the robo-signing, uh, which, ah, they weren't really examining the documentation before they were going ahead and trying to foreclose. And they just said, yeah, everything's terrific. And, of course, they got caught at that. But that led to another problem, and that is that the, when, when a lender uh, sells that note of yours off to somebody else, in other words, the loan, uh, there's documentation that has to be done on that sale and on the face of that note as to the proper transfers, whether they're recorded, whether they're notarized, whether they've been sold off to a series of people, whether or not the note's in existence in the first place. So first thing we do when we get a case, uh, or we, the attorneys do, is they make uh, a very, uh, it's a four-page document that they send off to the lender requiring them citing federal law that we want a copy of the original note that the borrower signed. Okay, we actually have to take a break. We're going to get into some more detail after the break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Jim Richmond, a real expert at mortgage modification and president of ModifyMyMortgage.com. We'll be back after this.
follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Hi, this is Jordan Goodman, host of The Money Answer Show. I cordially invite you to join me and some of my favorite investing experts for The Money Answers Investing Cruise from February 12th through February 19th, 2011 on board Holland America's luxurious MS Eurodam. In this volatile investing environment, good advice is more important than ever, and this exclusive Caribbean cruise offers not only fun, but also a full week of highly informative events with me and other top investing experts like Ray Lucia and Charles Payne from Fox News Network. During seminars, panel discussions, and Q&As, at cocktail parties and at dinners, we will discuss current market conditions and the best places for your investment dollars. Meanwhile, luxuriate in the amenities of Holland America's newest ship and visit some of the best ports for shopping, sightseeing, and sunning. For more information, go to www.moneyanswerscruise.com or call 800-707-1634. That's 800-707-1634. And don't delay, because spaces are limited. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. Uh, my guest this hour is Jim Richmond, who is the president of ModifyMyMortgage.com, talking about the whole interesting world of mortgage modifications. Welcome back to the show, Jim. Thank you so much. Um, so you were talking about the whole idea of uh, getting the original note, and, and in many cases you're saying the banks cannot come up with that original so-called wet yeah, copy. Yeah, exactly, and, and it's odd because, uh, you know, they just didn't save it. There was uh, one company, a huge company out there that went out of business, and, and they destroyed all the original notes. In fact, they destroyed the original files. So we asked for everything, and it's required by law that they furnish it to us. And it's amazing how much more interested they get in wanting to do a modification if they don't have all of their documentations, particularly if they're a state where it's what we call a judicial foreclosure. It's a court action rather than a, a trustee state. But uh, other things I'd point out by having an attorney, uh, the lender can't call you anymore. They're, they can't complain and call you constantly. They've got to talk to the attorney. Uh, Two, there's another big thing that, that we haven't discussed. If, when, when we talk about people being underwater, a lot of them have two loans, a first and a second, and the property value is below the amount of the first. That means the second has no equity. And so what we often do is threaten the lender uh, that if uh, if they won't reduce that second down to, say, 10% of the face value of the note, uh, uh, we will uh, ask the client to do a Chapter 13 bankruptcy, which is a reorganization bankruptcy, not a, a standard, what we call a Chapter 7, where you're writing off your debts. Uh, but through that, 
uh, you can actually strip off that second where it has no equity, no value, and they can't come after you. Well, lenders know that, so when they get a notice from an attorney, uh, they get pretty interested in negotiating. And, you know, we start out at five cents on the dollar, and, and so we end up at 10 or 15 or 20 percent. But, you know, if you've got a $70,000 note, uh, you know, and you end up with uh, you know, fourteen or $15,000 note, big difference in your equity position, your dollar amount, and how much you're going to pay back over a period of years. Have the huge, banks gotten huge difference? Have the banks gotten easier to deal with? Have they've gone through lots of these modifications now, and these are happening faster, or is it is it taking no, longer? No, not nothing's happening faster. Some of the smaller servicing companies, you know, you can get through in three or four months. Generally speaking, it's a six month proposition. Uh, and oddly enough, that can be a, a great advantage for a homeowner. Usually the homeowner, uh, when we uh, take on a case, is not making payments, haven't made payments for a while. We're in there negotiating, uh, usually through the negotiating process, uh, the, the foreclosure process usually doesn't go on to a sale date. It may go on to a, a court date uh, to start a foreclosure process, but usually it doesn't go to a sale date. Uh, and so over the next six months, uh, yeah, they're going to be paying the attorney, but the attorney uh, is, is far less than their payments. So the advantage there is, is very critical for people to understand. Through that process, they're going to start saving money, putting money aside. And we contend that if you get a modification and you don't have cash reserves, you're going to fail. Every time, it's just a matter of time, you just, you know, if you don't have money and the brakes go out and you need the brakes in the car to go to work, you're going to fix it. No money for the house. I can't have that happen. Uh, the roof goes out, the furnace, whatever it is, uh, there's always emergencies in all of our lives. So we want to make sure that when we end up with a modification, that that client has been able to put money in the bank for reserves. And, of course, when you got money in the bank and you haven't had it, you've been living payday to payday, uh, you know, you don't sleep well at night. You know, marriages have a tough time. You know, the husband's ego is, is all bent out. The, the woman is tet- you know, just petrified. And we do, as, uh, <laughs> we, we do a lot of counseling uh, just by talking to people and, and, and getting both the husband and wife on the phone. How is what you do at ModifyMyMortgage.com different? Because you hear there's a lot of companies out there that are doing modifications all the time. They, they promise all kinds of big success rates. What is different from what you do and what they do? Uh, well, that's a good question because it, it depends on who you're, you're, you're talking about out there. Uh, these days, there's very few uh, national uh, companies that do modifications because we have a series of attorneys in all states. Uh, and so... If you're confined to one area and you're just doing, you know, some company's just doing a few modifications or trying to, uh, their knowledge of the industry is, is kind of minuscule. They don't get the overall picture. They don't know what uh, Bank of America has done with the last 300 cases. Uh, you know, they don't have that kind of input. There's a lot of companies out there uh, that, uh, amazing, they take your money before they take your financial information. It's pretty bad. <laughs> well, it's awful, you know, and, and, and certainly uh, states, California ran 450-some uh, modification companies out of business. As they, what they did is they would sell and then not do anything. They just, they, they didn't follow up. 
when I, I'll tell you how, how exact we are. We take a client, we put them into a tracking system, and they can go on that tracking system and see, they can actually see their file, see the activity, see what we're, when we're calling the lender, what the lender is saying, what the attorney's input is. Everything is there so they can see what's going on. And every time we touch that file, that automatically sends an email out to the client saying, ah, we talked to your lender and here's what they're saying. And by the way, they need uh, uh, more paycheck stubs or bank statements or, or whatever, uh, that kind of thing, so that the communication uh, level that we have with clients so they actually know something's going on. It's not a big mystery. It's not the astronauts going to the other side of the moon and staying there. Because <laughs> you know, very few companies, in fact, I don't know of any other company that has a tracking system that allows the client to go in and physically see their file 24-7. There were some new uh, Federal Trade Commission rules on debt settlement in general. Uh, that was more aimed at credit cards, but did that affect the mortgage modification uh, model as well as to how you can charge fees? Well, it was actually two separate rulings. The, the, the debt settlement companies, um, they, they, they made a series of rules, and we're not a debt settlement company. We refer off to debt settlement companies when somebody's got $70,000 worth of debt and, and a credit card. And, and the 3% payment adds up to a back-end expense, which means they can't make that and their house, which means the lender won't make the modification because they, they view the credit card expense. Uh, but you've got to be very careful. The rules now are, depending if it's a company that's not attorney-based, uh, they, they are very, uh, very restricted as to what kind of fees they can charge. It's very, very restricted. If they're attorney-based, they can get a, a different kind of fee structure. They get more up front, less down the line, uh, and, and, you know, it's attorney-based. But, uh, but in terms of modification, uh, FTC has basically done this. They, had a, they, set a, they set a rule out that doesn't apply to attorneys except in one way. The basic rule they came out with is that if you're a, you say you're a modification company out there in any state, you can't collect a dime, uh, period, uh, until the case is done. Uh, and, of course, the whole idea was to just chase all those people out of the industry. Yeah. And, and that, that has done that. You know, that, they're gone. And you're saying they couldn't help anyway because you have to really be attorney-based to make this work. Uh, exactly. So what their idea was to get them out, uh, and they did. But then they said to an attorney, ah, attorneys, uh, you don't have to qualify for any of that. You can... You can have your regular retainer agreements. You can do all these things, uh, but you've got to have a an office in the state where the property is. That's really the only aspect of it, and that's why uh, our company over these period of years have been doing business only with attorneys, and so we've got a broad base of attorneys, and then when the FTC ruling was coming down, we knew it, of course, for the last, uh, well, roughly 60 days. It had been talked about for months before that, uh, the, the Bradford law firm uh, then set up associate attorneys with offices in all of the states so that we, under the FDC rules, were fine. But would to my knowledge, I don't think there's another company, uh, another law firm uh, that operates in the modification world on a, on a, on a national basis. And again, it's so important that you have a national base of information as to what these lenders are doing. It's not like 
uh, Countrywide says, here's our new underwriting guidelines. They don't tell you. You just got to know. And yep. you get to know that by, you know, uh, by probing and, and trying this and trying that until you finally find something that works. And, of course, over a period of time, we have gained valuable relationships with all of these lenders, different parts of them where we actually have somebody that will talk to us. Yes, which make us. When you get a lawyer in your state, are you typically going to meet them in person or mostly do it on the phone? Oh, you know, mostly on the phone. Uh, but if you want to go meet them, why? Feel free to. Um, the the uh, you know, you're certainly able to do that. And and if the attorney is doing um, a debt settlement, uh, that will require uh, the client to to see an attorney directly. Again, we're not in that business. I just happen to know it. Uh, but from the modification point of view, uh, if they've got attorney in one part of the state and they're in the other, they're probably going to do business. Uh, the original conversation will be for the phone, but then the tracking system will take care of the rest of it. The important thing is that that not to look for just for the, the local attorney down the street won't have a clue how to do a modification, and most will say that. You need an expert, yep. and, and, and there's not a lot of experts in each state. What, uh, what do so, you charge for the original service that you provide at modifymymortgage.com uh, to, to assess their situation? And before they get to an attorney, what do you charge for that? Uh, the attorneys uh, charge a standard fee. Uh, basically, it's $1,500 one month after they've done a certain amount of work. That's critical. In other words, uh, after they reviewed the information, they can, that, you, you can send them a check for 1500 They can't cash it. Uh, until they have done certain, they reviewed the file, they said, yes, we'll accept the case, uh, then they can do the next step. <clears throat> the next step uh, may be uh, four or five weeks down the line, depending on the complicity of the, how, how complicated the case actually is and how much underwriting and how much information and determinations we have to make, uh, getting information from the borrower, putting it in a proper form and getting it to the lender. Once the... the Attorney has made the proposal uh, to the lender, presented the lender with a proposal, uh, then they can collect the next $1,500. So it's 1500 1502 uh, Then there's no fee the third month, nothing. The fourth month, the attorney at the end of the fourth month will bill for the fourth month $250, which is just a maintenance fee on the case so that the attorney uh, is getting paid to review it because... It may be, as I say, six months, kind of an average, uh, that that case will go on. During that period of time, of course, the client, uh, you know, generally are not making their payments. We never can legally say to anybody, don't make your payments. But, you know, when people find out when they call their lender and they, they ask for help and they say, well, you're current, uh, you have to be delinquent, uh, it's the lender telling them quite often. And, frankly, most of the cases we get, the people are already currently late they just continue to be late uh that's our key structure uh for all of attorneys uh, and and again there's no secondary fee for doing um, a modification on a second loan okay second we're going to take a break same property okay we have to go to a break uh, this is jordan goodman of the money answer show my guest this hour is jim richmond he's the president of modifymymortgage.com and we'll be back after this
future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Hi, this is Jordan Goodman, host of The Money Answer Show. I cordially invite you to join me and some of my favorite investing experts for The Money Answers Investing Cruise from February 12th through February 19th, 2011 on board Holland America's luxurious MS Eurodam. In this volatile investing environment, good advice is more important than ever, and this exclusive Caribbean cruise offers not only fun, but also a full week of highly informative events with me and other top investing experts like Ray Lucia and Charles Payne from Fox News Network. During seminars, panel discussions, and Q&As, at cocktail parties and at dinners, we will discuss current market conditions and the best places for your investment dollars. Meanwhile, luxuriate in the amenities of Holland America's newest ship and visit some of the best ports for shopping, sightseeing, and sunning. For more information, go to www.moneyanswerscruise.com or call 800-707-1634. That's 800-707-1634. And don't delay because spaces are limited. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll-free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Jim Richmond. Uh, he is the president of ModifyMyMortgage.com. Welcome back to the show, Jim. Thank you. It's been a real pleasure. I, I'm, I have gone on a bit, and uh, I hope I'm... Uh, I'm uh, clear in my explanations. If no, you have any good. questions, most, Jordan, please ask. Most people have no idea how this whole process works, and it's such an important thing that it's good to get out the details. You enumerated what the fees are that the attorney gets. What fee do you get from the consumer uh, for doing this whole analysis up front before you give them over to the attorney? Zero, nothing. Uh, we're a free service, uh, and, and it's, it's odd because we're a free service, uh, one, uh, to the to the homeowner, we charge nothing. There's no fee, no obligations, nothing whatsoever. Uh, and then we refer off to the attorney and make sure the attorney agreements and everything get off uh, to the lender. Oddly enough, we're also a free referral service to attorneys, uh, where if we're going to make any money, uh, it will be the attorneys uh, will use our database. Uh, and quite often our underwriting system uh, to underwrite the, the loan because we're the, the storehouse of information as to what all these lenders are doing and not doing, what the changes in the underwriting process are. So they will, they will retain us to do certain activities uh, uh, in their name, of course. But basically we're an information center uh, for attorneys, which they pay us a fee, and, of course, that comes out of the attorney's fees and is not uh, paid for uh, by the, uh, the homeowner. Now, we've had this HAMP program, which you described has been not very effective at all. Are there future changes coming 
uh, from the government to make uh, mortgage modifications easier and the whole process more efficient? <laughs> well, um, Congress has been doing um, um, meeting after meeting with all the lenders and, and, um, and have suggested all sorts of things. Nothing has happened. Uh, the only, uh, actually, the only thing that's happened lately has been that the FHA loans, which is government, now can use the HAMP program. I mean, before you couldn't even do that, uh, which was you know, ridiculous. Uh, so uh, I don't have great high hopes uh, that this Congress and this president uh, has any great interest in uh, in doing any more than, than talking about uh, what a wonderful job HAMP's done. Keep in mind, it was set up to do five million, uh, help five million homeowners. Uh, well, you know, maybe two, maybe five hundred thousand have, have been helped, uh, and how many of those will continue to be helped because they'll fall out of the program? Uh, about all it did was standardize some underwriting from some of the smaller servicers. But I don't have a great deal of of hope for HAMP. Uh, they haven't made it mandatory. In other words, a lender can say yes or no, I want to belong or not belong to it. Uh, they've created 800 different rules for HAMP. And that's one of the reasons a lot of these lenders have gone in and created their own kind of look-alike to HAMP because it doesn't have all these darn rules. If you uh, were running the situation, Jim, would you make it mandatory that the banks have to cooperate instead of make it uh, voluntary? Well, um, yeah, if, if somebody made me king for the day, I obviously would, would mandatory, you must do it, uh, let's face it, these lenders accept millions of dollars in TARP money, and the idea was they were going to go out and help the homeowner. They didn't do it. They took that money and they bought bonds with it, federal bonds, which made them interest, and, and that's why banks are making money. They got free money, uh, and they buy bonds uh, and make interest and pay the bonds uh, and pay the, the money back and, and get more. They can borrow uh, endless amounts of money from the government. It's uh, it's just uh, you know it's ridiculous. Uh, so I, uh, you know, if they made me king for the day, I would say, why don't you bite the trillion dollar, you know, the trillion dollar problem? Trillion dollar problem is that that you know a great majority of people in the majority of the states have tremendous problems about being underwater on their loan. I would say, you know, let's make it simple. Let's cut those loans down to current market value. Let's give all these people a, a reasonable interest rate boom, um, and the problem's gone. So you would clear the market. You're saying right now it's kind of uh, it's it's hung up that, that you you can't. Well, kind they're of... trying to stretch it out and just take the pain a little bit at a time. Yeah. And of course that stretches out the recession, which you know it's it's a ridiculous thing and it's driven by politics. Uh, and I I don't know about most people, but I'm not too thrilled with our government. But in, in this particular case, what they're doing is, is not allowing the market to clear in a certain way. If, well, if you, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, when you get a uh, million three loans in a modification company and one lender, it doesn't take a genius to figure out if they hired more people, they could clear those out quickly. Uh, that's not happening. Uh, and they, nobody wants to address the problem. That is that, that uh, there's an awful hundreds, thousands and thousands of people out there, hundreds, thousands, probably millions, that are underwater. And, you know, 
they got to really worry about those people saying, I'm out of here. And, and Nobody that's Nobody wants to address, you know, the 800-pound gorilla in the room. Which is, which is happening. People are giving up in many cases, and that's depressing home values further, you're saying. Of course it does. Yeah. You know, I talk to people all the time. They, they you know, yes, my house is in a cul-de-sac, and I'm the only one here. Everybody else has left. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and some are, you know, good God-fearing people, and they're saying, you know, I, 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 I signed for this loan. I have an obligation to pay it, you know, and... And when they talk to the lender, they say, well, the lender, you've got to be late. And then they worry about their credit. And, of course, the lenders uh, make sure that, you know, they say, oh, you've got to be late to help because they're counting on people uh, not wanting to wreck their credit. Well, they're going to wreck their credit in due course because, you know, the money is all going to, uh, to, uh, to pay bills and it's coming out of credit cards and 401s. And, you know, I mean, the idea that you run up credit cards and you deplete your 401 to put money into a house that's underwater created by the bubble of the very lender uh, that created the problem is, you know, is bizarre. But it <laughs> happens, and there's a lot of people going broke in this country yeah. with that routine. So you're saying if somebody's in that circumstance, as millions are, they're underwater in their house, they're trying to make their payments, they're trying to do the right thing, they're never going to have equity, that there is help for them uh, that the bank is certainly never going to tell them about. The bank never, I've never, I've never heard a bank give an option that would be beneficial to a homeowner. They're a, a, a corporation, they're a billion dollar corporation with billion dollars uh, at stake. And, and they are interested in one thing, their profit. They don't care about homeowners. You know, the old-time bankers are gone where you actually knew people that, uh, you know, and you dealt with Charlie at the bank forever, needed a loan, there was Charlie. Those days are completely gone. Now it's so impersonal, and, and the bank means a loan. They sell it off. Yeah. And you're saying part of the problem has been when they do sell these mortgages off that the transfer documents are not accurate either, so they don't actually legally have the right to foreclose on that if they don't have the transfer documents as well as the original note. Uh, yeah, and, and it's interesting because, you know, there's been several, uh, you know, even some state Supreme Courts that have ruled you don't have the documentation, you don't get to foreclose. And there's a lot of cases now being filed against lenders from attorneys saying, wait a minute, you don't have the legal right to foreclose. So the, the, the note holder today wasn't the first note holder. He may be down two or three down the line, uh, and they haven't done the legal work to put themselves into a position. Well, nobody called them on that before. Well, it was attorneys that called them on that. The yeah. Attorneys that dug into this. Yeah. Uh, and that's why the lenders hate attorneys, hate class action lawsuits. <clears throat> so uh, you don't have an attorney, uh, you're sunk, but you better have an attorney that knows what they're doing. We have about a minute left, Jim. Just maybe briefly summarize what, how you can help people that seems to be no help if they're underwater in their mortgage. If they're underwater in their mortgage, we'll attempt to get a principal balance reduction. Uh, we'll obviously uh, work to get a, a payment reduction. Uh, we will make that individual know what their options are. Uh, you know, if, yeah, you get a modification, but you're still 200000 underwater. Do you want to stay? If you don't want to stay, fine, then let's move on to the next step. There's no, other, there's no extra fee for us uh, going these extra steps. Uh, you know, the biggest problem I find is homeowners don't have a clue 
what the real options are. They, you know, Aunt Charlie or Aunt Charlie, Uncle Charlie said this, and the neighbor said that, and it's all based on rumor and and not real information. If you really want to know what your options are, let's talk about it. And people should go to modifymymortgage.com. You also have a phone number, 800-MODIFY-ME. Uh, thanks so much for being on the show. My guest this hour has been Jim Richmond, our president of ModifyMyMortgage.com. He's been helping an awful lot of people who don't think there's any help out there to get uh, a good deal and stay in their homes. So thanks so much for being on the Money Answer Show, Jim. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thanks again, and we'll be back again with another edition of the Money Answer Show next week. Goodbye for now. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and the Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.